Casey. Michelle. You ready to do this? Yeah, let's get into it. kick it off with how awesome we just botched two intros something's going yeah. on third time's and, a charm hopefully yeah, we're going for it hopefully the podcast gods are on our side this time around i'm not gonna touch anything yeah but me yeah. neither um well yeah we're gonna do a little different format we're gonna try some stuff out we haven't we're gonna try we've tried to refrain from chatting about things throughout the week and then kind of gonna bring that conversation to the pod now so no producers meetings we're going right in i know i wish and i wish we had a should we make up like an imaginary producer that we can like throw to like all the other pods that we listen to (laughs) hey bob (laughs) make sure this tech is working tech avail has nothing to do with that statement but (laughs) um we both definitely want to hit i mean we've been counting down we've been very excited for this moment and yesterday in the irony or like it, it has it really has nothing to do with the insurrection at all whatsoever it's so not irony not. it's more just like coincidence a- that's coincidence a- aptly scheduled yeah on the same day yeah it was uh jen shaw sentencing day yeah and for those that don't know although we've been talking about it for a while jen shaw was on the real housewives of salt lake city she has been probably the biggest character from that show just because yeah. she came in even before we knew she was She's probably getting... the most violent housewife besides yeah. Teresa. <laughs> she started off just like throwing glass and getting into arguments with people. We also just saw her be a bitch to her friends. And so we weren't already not a fan of hers. Yeah, it's not even a bitch. Like she's a bully. She is, has serious personality disorders and they all enable and and are st- they're terrified of her. Yeah. So it's really shocking to watch these adult women with families like <laughs> behave like this. Yeah, and like why would you choose to not be with your kids to hang out with a psychopath besides the fact that Bravo's paying you? Yeah. Um, but yeah, in the second season, we actually witness the police coming and trying to arrest her. She evades arrest. Eventually, she does get arrested and we later find out she's being charged with wire fraud among a bunch of other um oh just like running i mean running a multi multi-level marketing scheme is that what Yeah they're... i mean she was basically stealing money and information from old people and like taking everything she could from them Yeah and then putting them on these like continual withdrawal plans that they like signed up for not knowing and then not being able to cancel them and so she would max out their credit cards um, and the feds recommended 10 years and then she got what 6.5 yeah also worth noting is all of this season she was claiming she was innocent <laughs> it's so good she was innocent she was innocent she was innocent even like leading up to sentencing you know her husband saying it was his fault because he let her get into you know bad situations with people who made her make bad decisions but 
you know, she's kept saying she was innocent. And, and then Jen Ra- was saying that, like, her partners were making this her fault when she it was really the partners that did this. And she right. didn't know. But they were like, no, she's the brains behind the operation. Yeah. And ba- basically, the last, uh, you know, when she had to either plead guilty or go to trial, she ended up pleading guilty. So it was just like, okay, so you can't really be innocent if you're – not that we were questioning it. Yeah. But, like, your whole story makes no sense. All of a sudden, you've told everyone for the last couple of years that one thing, and then all of a sudden, you change your tune because you want to get a less sentencing, clearly. Well, it's so interesting to watch because what we're seeing and airing is her not before the, the guilty plea being put in. So she's proclaiming her innocence, but we know as viewers that she knows that she has now pled guilty. So it's, like, it's very... It does take away a lot from the show because everything she says, you're like, yeah, but but it, we we know that you're guilty. So it's really frustrating. And any, any statement she makes, we just yell at the TV. I'm like, but we know this is a lie. Right. So it does, it's an interesting way to watch. It's not an interesting way. It's kind of, I feel like taking away the whatever 10% mystique was available for right. like, housewives. And, and it also made it really frustrating for us as we were watching because every week she's crocodile tears that she you know her children are suffering her husband suffering she's suffering and it's like well this was all you girl if you didn't feel obligated to steal money from people you wouldn't be in this situation yeah and this week we met her therapist which was shocking that she's in therapy (laughs) i mean the therapist clearly like just got this is probably like the one session because he clearly like was giving her advice that he would give like a person who is innocent and like there's no way that she is not to mention like how did he not diagnose her with personality disorder and like all yeah. the other things that you and I have already diagnosed her with yeah because he's like no like she's like I'm afraid that maybe I've been a like this is going to impact my children and he's like you can't think that way. it's like that's all you should be thinking about that's you did yeah. uh, there's no way your actions haven't like just you have no idea how long these things are going to go into your kids and it, your kids aren't going to realize how much this impacts them for years on end as well. So, I mean, I think she's going to serve obviously like less time than she get. Oh, well, yeah, I think she has to serve, serve at least 85% of it. So, so that's like a seven to seven and a half years, 85% of six and a half. I was thinking 10, but that's not even, um, that's also 10 would have been 8.5. Yeah. I don't know what i was thinking on that math uh so like five and a half yeah i was thinking probably close to five but what's interesting is she is going to be going to the prison in texas which is where elizabeth holmes the creator of theranos who also just went to jail for fraud is staying so i would not be surprised if they become besties um i mean casey and i have already discussed this before like i you know, not that we would feel bad for her to begin with, but like we know when she's in that prison, she's going to have that prison around her finger, just the way that she's been able to manipulate people from day one. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I think she's really going to do well in prison. <laughs> yeah. Not to mention. So what's really interesting is, um, you know, the, the the sentencing took place in, in downtown New York. There was only room for 70 people to be in the room. Um, and it wasn't filmed or anything, but there were reporters there who were literally tweeting the back and forth of what the judge was saying, the, um, 
district attorney was saying as well, or prosecution, maybe it wasn't the district attorney, but the prosecution and then the defendant and even what Jen Shaw had said. And there was just like some really, really interesting. um, Oh, I wrote down one of the quotes too. I'm wondering which one you want to pull up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what I was going to say first is like, she is already trying to make money. And in fact, the the, um, prosecution was like after her, her arrest she tried to sell merchandise um you know who's to say she's not going to try to do that in prison as well um the one thing the one that I thought was really good and I actually like reposted it in my stories was and I'm trying to find it um is it the one that you sent me yeah where she's like yeah she did good oh she wanted that that was one where it was um her, Wait, her no, lawyer. I'm going to I'm going to do that one. You okay. you do the one that you liked and I'll oh, pull up the that one I like. She said um I'm I'm only taking part the end part of it, but she said like now kind of reflecting back that this has all been due to like an, a quote unquote untreated mental issues caused me to create my own fractured reality. And it was but but the thing is we the insane things that we heard about her at BravoCon was that her behavior has not changed at all. Right. And that was three months ago. Right. She was acting a fool and she wasn't invited and she showed up and she was using people's hair and makeup and she was walking. She was making sure that she was standing outside of restaurants that they were coming in and out of so she could get photographed with them. But she wasn't allowed to go into the restaurants or the hotel. Like she wasn't welcome there. And so it's just like, she's still so she's pretending that she got on some miracle medication that's now had her reflect on these years of doing this and building this business and now she's cured not to mention you know throughout the season we're seeing her still buy extravagant things still spend a lot of money she's partying up even last night she was partying um with her family or some other people but the the line I liked was her lawyer had said Miss Shaw Miss Shaw looked at the good things in her company was doing and then the judge goes what good things were telemarketers doing calling elderly people taking advantage of their lack of computer skills selling business opportunities and maxing out their credit cards it's so and like good. he continued to do these incredible burns which is why I really actually think. I was surprised it was only six and a half years because reading what the back and forth were, it was like, oh, she's she's never seeing the light of day. <laughs> yeah, we I mean, we were really hoping that Max because I think before I think even the she could have seen sentences. up to 30, but that yeah. would have been if she went to trial. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess there so. you go. But but yeah, it really did like the judge. We were really hoping the judge was going to max that. Yeah. But we'll see. I mean, if she doesn't, but I feel like, no, what do I know about the court system? I was going to say, like, I feel like I never hear about like federal people getting their sentence elongated due to bad behavior. It's like always, but I'm also talking about like Felicity Huffman. So I mean, (laughs) right. No, true. I mean, like you said before, and like Teresa getting out early, like only getting a year. If she, you know, gets herself into trouble in prison, she could tack on more time. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Damn. And, you know, even in her testimony or her final say- saying in her sentencing, like, she only apologized to her son um, and her husband. She never acknowledged the victims or anything. What an idiot. Ugh. She really doesn't think she did anything wrong. She's so awful. 
but yeah what yeah well, all right who else you what you said you had some relationship things yeah so well we had seen a while back that um chili from tlc and matthew lawrence one of the lawrence brothers probably most famous for being in mrs doubtfire boy meets world okay yep oh and boy meets world (laughs) plays he played jack yeah Yeah. no boy meets world too little boy in in mrs doubtfire for sure yeah um yeah, so we saw a while back. I was it Thanksgiving? Say, yeah, I want to say it was like maybe even the summer of last year. They were canoodling after, shortly after it was announced that he and his wife, Cheryl Burke, who we despise from. Um, <laughs> Just slip that right in. Yeah, I mean, I have to. <laughs> because the thing about Cheryl Burke is, A, she was part of a homewrecking situation herself. Like You're, so she- you're doing the Drew Lachey moment, huh? Yeah, like she, I mean, it was, I think it was the first season of Dancing with the Stars or one of the first seasons. It was, it was. She was paired with Drew Lachey from 98 Degrees. This is a great rumor or do we have a confirmation? No, I think it was confirmed because then he and his wife get divorced and the two of them were still canoodling. Well, oh, okay. I'm speaking of a rumor where the like an intense online rumor that she was caught blowing him allegedly. Uh, that and, I don't remember, but like you know, there's only so many useless facts that fit in this brain. And then that's um, why his wife was like, "Uh, uh, honey." But I think so. Not that I'm. They're saying, still married. They're still married. Oh, okay. Not that I'm saying tit for tat, but like someone who has been the other woman really does not have a leg to stand on when sympathy comes into play. I just find her very annoying. She's very annoying. Um, I found out we have the same doctor, foot doctor, so I'll keep (laughs) you posted if she shows up in New York. But yeah, so basically she has been posting a bunch of things in response to this saying that was fast. And also hinting that perhaps they got together while she was still with Matthew Lawrence. Yeah. But so you're saying the canoodling was a while ago. I'm talking about like when I, cause I remember there was pictures of them on vacation, like both on vacation in the same place. Right. But that was, that was more recent. Yeah. They were in Hawaii and then they were, they were like, we're just friends. We're just friends. Right. Like, okay. And then, and I was like, I want this to be more than just friends. Cause this is a nineties kid. Like, parade basically yeah. you like kind of i mean you really for like yeah because like usher really did her dirty oh yeah and so and she's so gorgeous and you're like wait she's 50 what and you're like yeah, yeah she does not age. yeah and he's like 40 some 42 yeah I think. he's probably a little bit younger but like they're close in age it's not you know yeah. anything scandalous no but i, I always appreciate a, a age up or a, like that's why i'm born with you know share in this guy what's his yeah. name um well that was another celebrity thing I was going to say there. She's now wearing an engagement ring. Yeah. And it's the most kind of generic, like rich person engagement ring. I feel like it's a, you know, a yeah. big honk. What are the, what's that one called? Is that a pear diamond? Oh, it's like a teardrop. Or yeah. No? Teardrop. Okay. Teardrop then, diamond. Yeah. It's teardrop. And then it has you know, big ass diamonds next to it. Next too. Up, which isn't really, I like just the one big diamond. Like a big fucking emerald like cut. A, like a Ugh. five carat one bajillion baby. It makes your finger hurt to hold it, to have it Ugh. on. And, yeah, you can't look directly at it or you're blind. <laughs> oh, my God. If only. That's my big problem. Because, I mean, I dress like an absolute scrub. But, like, 
I love a diamond. Yeah. Oh my god. Who doesn't? Diamonds yeah. are a girl's best friend. Yeah, that's when I get. I'm like, I guess I am feminine. I really want like millions. I mean, of who's gonna? Yeah, who's gonna say no to diamonds? Let's be real. I don't know. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So the, I'm just. I don't know. I know I said this last time when we were talking about share, but like the fact that this guy cheated on amber rose multiple times like oh it's this guy oh okay yeah okay i hadn't quite i didn't know the same guy that amber rose or like okay yeah we talked about this a couple weeks ago she was yeah but it's amber rose's ex and baby daddy i could i don't think i realized it was like that yeah i had like connected that dot really specifically clearly because i'm connecting it right now yeah, but. I mean, I'm just nervous that A, he's in it for the wrong reasons, where he's oh, taking yeah. advantage of her, and so hopefully if they do get married, there's a prenup there. Yeah, I mean... Because he's going to clean up. And I guess, I mean, it's so insane to say, but they're in that period where you're having the good sex. Oh, and yeah, just, and like, she's a with a younger cloud. guy. Yeah, who's... but then it's like, oh my god, she's 76. So Right. How good? I mean, are those hips working? She does, not that she ever like looks seventy six. She I mean, doesn't need to move. He can do it all. <laughs> um, I mean, she share. She shouldn't have to do a dead. Yeah, damn she can Kim thing. K it and just lie down. <laughs> she deserves it more than Kim K. Hell yeah. Um, yeah. So that was the one relationship story I was gonna say, and then the other one is that chloe was seen taking a flight to toronto with tristan thompson because his mother passed away yesterday um unexpectedly due to a heart attack so not like chloe yeah not kardashian not surprising but also just like oh why are you still hanging out with this guy i mean she loves she she really wants to save, like she really loves to save and she really likes you know that's why yeah, but she he doesn't had... deserve it this guy no i know but this is chloe's mo i man. know and it's like are we really not in therapy or we're just not in good therapy we're in therapy like... not talking about this clearly um and also As if he doesn't have other people to support him like oh well and then it's like not to mention the baby mama that he has that finally i think that settlement just was figured out that he has to owe her marlin what knuckles or whatever what's her yeah. name yeah, yeah marlin wow. knuckles or something yeah um and the son he has with the other one. Oh yeah no, no 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 he has a son with dis- some kind of disability um yeah who was the first the first child the one that they ignored yeah 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 Yeah. um just because we're on the kardashian vibe or churny here uh also i saw today that apparently kylie and travis scott have broken up again whatever whatever. that means i don't even that's i mean as dumois says when somebody like writes in is like i heard they're broken up again it's off and on and dumois like yeah that's how we define this relationship yeah like what are we doing here Ugh, um, they need to, can they go away finally I know. it's been how long We've and it's also 20 frust- years the thing that's so frustrating to me is this like they want to be in the spotlight but now both kylie and chloe are not letting us see or know the name of their second child so it's like like chloe posted a photo with her true and her son but the son face is facing her so it's like what's the point of this but yet four-year-old true i know everything about like well not to mention thing about kylie like literally her daughter is 
everywhere. What did they name on that one? Stormy. Oh, that's right. Like literally Stormy is in every photo. After video. the porn star who almost brought down Donald Trump. And yeah. then you've got this other boy that we have no idea what his name is, what he looks like. And it's like, what? Shouldn't it be the I other think way we around? Got one picture because I am, I was kind of a sucker for like, all right, these kids are really gorgeous. Well, yeah. I mean, and so I'm curious, but it's I, just weird. I think we to just me. got one little picture. No, this child is somehow. If he, you're going to show off, like the fact that they're only I don't know if it was like on purpose or just a coincidence that both of their kids are kids are girls and that they're getting all the spotlight and then much like in their family the boy uh, aka Rob Kardashian is I mean Rob chose not to be but to me wouldn't it make more sense to have the man as part of like out and about because he's going to be terrorized less than the woman and attacked less than the woman like you know but what this I mean? is a matriarch at the end of the day but right. you're, you're like they're reverse royal familying it yeah <laughs> where it all it's all the women all the time yeah because mason still but Mason, you know mason gets i mean mason's that i oh is mason's, he gonna blossom into anything? i'm concerned about Mason. i, I should not be commenting on how a child looks i'm but more no, con- mason is i'm more concerned about his North. mental health Okay, because I was and being nor- like in charge of all of these kids, like he's the oldest cousin, and so they always say, like on the show when I used to watch it, like you know you have to protect your cousins, you're the oldest, and it's like all this added pressure. Oh, he doesn't have that skill set. Well, he's not to Scott mention Disick they're child. bajillionaires. Like, what does he need to do pr- to to protect them? It's called security guards and therapists. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean I these know. people have created their own cult. Like on their compounds, pretty much. They so. could be more detached from reality. It was driving me insane. It was either Thanksgiving or Christmas when it was like Kim's helping out at an abusive women, like an abused women's shelter and like a family shelter where they're trying to find services. And it was like she could buy every single woman's uh, like a condo and not even blink and like save. Well, them she could from she could this. pull the Meek Mill card, which was paying for the bail of these people in jail so that they're with their families. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like she is helping people who are wrongfully accused get out of jail, but that's like one. But like that- when you amass this wealth, why what are you doing with you're just putting it in gold coins and then swimming in it? You're just putting it into your home and into your other businesses that like again, how much money do you really need? Oh, okay. Yeah. Bummer. And what did you have any other stories? I have one more, but I'll let you go if there's anything else you want to discuss. Um, well, we could cover, we could kind of talk about everything that was going on with like the New Year's celebrations and, and that stuff. And so like, we have, um, I, we watched both of them, right? Yeah, yeah. I was watching Anderson and Andy kind of in real time, but I was getting so bored because it was so obnoxious. It's like, I really this is so stupid to even kind of to admit, but it's like, I lost respect for Andy. Cause he was like, no, I'm going to fight this. I'm going to drink. Like I'm not going to let them ruin my time. And he didn't do anything that was so awful last year that he should be, you know, withheld the drink. No, but it, I was so looking, I was like, okay, they're, they're going to, you know, he's going to figure this out. He's going to have a flask. He's just not going to advertise stuff or something. You know, he's going to get, they're going to do something fun. And they didn't, and it was so lame, and they had surprise shots on every hour, but then it wasn't alcohol drinks, and it, it was... was disgu- it was basically like the Jimmy Fallon, where they have to drink random-ass liquids, yeah. and then try not to throw up while they're drinking it. Yeah, with the Ramona eyes, and they did have some fun guests, like I saw, um, I was gonna call her Jean King, Jean Smart. <laughs> Jean oh yeah, Gang. she was great. 
Yeah, she was really well, fun. And there Sherry was in- and Terry came out and talked about Barbara Walters. Yeah, and but what what was interesting is you did have guests like Patty Lapone and Kevin Hart who were getting wasted. <laughs> yeah. So it was like, okay, so your guests are allowed to get drunk, just not the hosts. Yeah, and then thankfully I missed Patty Lapone because I don't have a recorder. Michelle's uh, like DVRing this stuff. I was just watching it. And then kind of I was back at and forth. the actual ball, although not, yeah. wearing, not wearing an adult diaper. I was nicely, you know, <laughs> cozed, cozied up in a you building were in an office space, yeah, in an office space, watching it, watching the peons in their adult diapers. <laughs> it was so rainy. It looked so miserable. Oh, yeah, I mean, was I was never... miserable trying to get into the building that we were trying to get into. I can't imagine what it would have been like to be out there. And those people, I saw one of the guys interviewed someone, and they had been there since 9 a.m. Yeah. There was nothing. They were literally standing there for, like, 15 hours to see 10 seconds of something. And then you were saying they do, like, a run-through every hour? Well, yeah. So every hour you would see them moving the ball up and down, and they would also have fireworks coming out of the building, which was pretty cool. Yeah, that was Um, exciting. Fun so, fact, it's made from Waterford Crystal from Waterford, Ireland. And fun I went fact, to the factory. And fun fact, it's a different emblem in the glass every year. Yeah, very cool. Oh, actually, oh, I'd have to Google that because I think I heard that they were, like, shutting the factory down because these people would study for before they could even get on the machines to make these things. It was all handmade. It was amazing. And they would have to study for, like, eight years before they could even get wow. on a machine. So, like, sustainably business-wise, like, it was pretty tough. Right. But it was world-renowned. Like, anything yeah. that you see that's, like, royal or, like, you know, uh, any uh, – uh, all the PGA stuff is made from Waterford Crystal. It was, I mean, they ha- they should have had the business model lo- worked out well. But Yeah, I mean, if you have enough clients that are big enough, yeah. you know, uh, orders, then you don't need that many. But whatever. Yeah. Um, but I don't know the one thing that I don't know if you caught this because yeah, I DVR'd it and watched it the next day as well as the Miley Cyrus one, which we'll talk about in a minute. Um, the thing to me that was the most ridiculous was actually after midnight. They had Brian Cox who plays Logan Roy. On oh Succession. yeah. Okay, at this point, I was clearly under the influence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and they're talking about random stuff. Again, it's after midnight, so, like, people in the actual area are, like, leaving, and it's... <laughs> they clean up starting at 12.04. Yeah, they're pretty like, much. They're like, get the fuck out. We're getting the sweepers out, and we're doing this. And Brian Cox starts talking about his wife, who I can't remember if his wife is Iranian or she's just doing a lot for I the Iranian she, world. Like When you're saying you know. that, I think she is. And so, you know, they're talking about that and they're saying how, you know, Americans should be really happy that we can celebrate New Year's with our freedom when other countries like Iran, they don't have that, which, you know, totally on board. And then they're saying how people are getting hanged for um, protesting. And German. Okay. All right. Maybe she's just like very hardcore, you know, pro, obviously pro women, pro equal rights. Yeah. Her last name's Ansari. So I'm sure is she half? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Um, No, it's fine. So basically they then get into not probably like, I want to say at least a minute where uh, Anderson Cooper is explaining how they get hung and how 
and how if you get hung from your feet versus your neck, it's more painful. And they're oh, literally like true. explaining true. Okay. this. And it's like two minutes into the new year. And Andy Cohen is like, okay, let's change the subject. But then I was watching Jimmy Fallon the next day and they found that clip and they were making fun of it. It's like, this is how we're starting the new year is talking about being hung and what's the best way to really feel the pain. And I was like, <laughs> what is going on that is here? so Anderson Cooper. Yeah, it's so Anderson Cooper. Like, read the room, bro. Like, he Debbie can. Downer to the extreme. I mean, he's like, journalism, journalism, journalism. <laughs> Oh my god, that's so funny! Because it's so great. Because when Brian Cox, you, he, you, when he comes out, and you're like, because we're so obsessed with Logan Roy and oh, Succession, yeah. but he's so opposite of Logan Roy, and he's such a fucking theater nerd, and he's so and he's just like grandpa. a decent human. Yeah, yeah, he's talking about rights of women, and yeah, it's just. And it he's was so sensitive, and he's like, I feel at home in New York, and like, and he was. It was about, a moment. Yeah. Like it was so good. It was so yeah. random. I mean, was he walking down the street, like, on the way home? (laughs) That's what I was also wondering. I'm like, how did they choose, like, oh, we're going to do Brian Cox at midnight? Because what does it have to do? They needed a New Yorker who was nearby, I guess, who's willing to wait at 12, 15 and go through the traffic of all that BS. And this is how we're starting the Succession new season's promotional tour. (laughs) I mean, it is supposed to come back soon. Yeah, um, but that's how. But no, agreed. It was it really weird. It's not even like they had a date where he oh, was it's like, May. "Oh, it's May of 2023. It's gonna come." Uh, back. I thought it was like February. Damn. I mean, he was just outside with you. Were just spending time with him. I missed him. I don't want to talk about it. I missed <laughs> okay. the whole fucking cast. They were literally outside of my apartment. I'm not bitter about it. It's cool. I mean, I want to see what they were filming. Just like him walking by. Well, they were filming. They ended up filming, um, right? I don't know if it was inside, but definitely on the street where Birch Coffee is, which is on uh, 87th between 3rd and Lex. Like literally around the corner. Got it. Um, so I don't know if we're going to see like them going into a coffee shop, but whatever that is, like that's the scene. Yeah. Um, and then also, I signed up for it, but clearly didn't get picked. They're doing a like big scene tomorrow or Monday and Tuesday of this week, uh, and then I think they're like almost done. Like in your neighborhood, you mean? No, they were just oh. looking for extras, and they were like, you know, in some they needed extras for a scene where everyone needs to look really rich. So I guess I didn't look rich enough. <laughs> what else is new? It's like it's like Schechter all over again. Um, I'm not bitter. I know you don't have baggage from 20 years. It's so great. I mean, you have someone, a five-year-old come into your home and tell you it's too small and be asked to be removed and tell you, tell me it's not going to affect you for the rest of your life. I don't know. If it, yeah. I mean, me as a five-year-old probably been like, okay. I mean, I do remember everything being is big. In other people's houses, but I don't think. I, but everything I, is big when you're five. So the fact no, that I know. The fact that no, it, I was trying to think, like, I do remember having those moments, but I feel like those, ha- but in my reflecting back, which is not going to be accurate, in my head, they're like not clean and they're dark. Right. No, that's different. Funny. If yeah. she's like, oh, your house smells, I got to go, then I would be even more mortified. But to be told your house is too small when it's a, a four, a three bedroom house <laughs> with two stories, it's like, okay, this isn't an apartment building. But whatever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what other stories? Or, or, and then, yeah. yeah, I would say the better was oh, the Miley, so much better. The Miley Cyrus um, 
and then her special guest Dolly was Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton um, in Miami. A, they were, you know, people were drinking and having a good, a good time. It was also produced by Lauren Michaels. There were a bunch of SNL people who were both involved on stage and then also some, you know, pre-recorded clips that they did. Yeah, that were really written cute. by the... Um, Please don't destroy, guys. Thank you. I was like, what is their a sketch comedy group name yeah. and then i mean our best friends bo and yang uh, we were and then then like there was a subplot that you could watch online on the instagram which is already hilarious enough between like matt rogers bo not bo and yang and pat regan because they all went down to celebrate right. and, and uh, jkb our boy joel kim booster was also there and then this other guy um matt regan because i was like oh there's a pat regan rogers a- pat Pat oh, Rogers. Pat, Pat Rogers. Okay, because there was a combination of names there yeah. going on. Um, who well, I'm sure we would love as well, but I'm not familiar that, with his I'm work. assuming that was like the Fire Island group as well. Kind of esque. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I mean, Pat wasn't involved in that, but yeah, yeah. Well, no, Matt, no, no. I mean, in terms of people that would like go to Fire Island. Oh, every for year, sure. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. So they were, they were posting really uh, just fun content on their own in general, too. But then we also had Chloe Feynman and Sarah Sherman oh, were doing a lot me. of the bits and they were on fire. Their bits were so weird and I so liked, stupid. I liked the understudy one with um, Sarah Sherman being Dolly Parton and like <laughs> them giving her the fake boobs and all that. Oh my God, dead. Yeah, it was so good. But yeah, it was just, uh, it was artist after artist. It was all jam packed. They did a really good job of just putting on a solid show um then they covered like dolly and miley classics they did duets oh yeah when they did um when they did the mashup of the jolene and well no anytime jolene comes on i'm in a good jolene jolene (laughs) but no there was where they did um wrecking ball and the dolly song that whitney I will covered. Love you. Yeah, I will always love you. That brought the house down. Yeah, yeah, and then they had David. I, I, what, I need to understand the conversation that Lauren Michaels is having David with David Byrne. Byrne because he's championed David Byrne for the last like five years. On well, SNL. also, Dave, David Byrne has had a resurgence in that he had that Broadway show that yeah. was doing really well, which I never bothered seeing. But Adam, my brother, said it was the best Broadway show he ever saw your face <laughs> i mean here's the thing i'm not a talking heads fan i don't like david byrne i get that his shtick is that he has his own singing that does not go with the music but like it was uncomfortable to listen to him sing what singing with sia because they were on two totally different it was like as if they were singing two different songs and i was actually reading about this because all the gen z millennials were they like were what so the hell is angry. going on this guy sucks and then all of the Gen X and older were like, this is David Byrne. Like, he's above music. He doesn't need to be on tune. And I'm like, okay, well, give him his own show then. Like, well, I don't need him. doing the talking heads thing. But it was shocking to me how many people were like, who is this guy? And it was like, well, he's... yeah, the young ins don't know. Yet. I mean, they don't even know who freaking I know, Mike, but... Mariah Carey is. It's insane. I know, but these we young kids. paid our respect, dude. We did our due diligence. We went back in time and we learned the catalogs of the history of our people. Well, I was also forced to listen to like hard, you know, classic rock. And I was not. I would took it upon myself to be like, we need to know the book of American 
musical history song, yeah. the songbook and but, i need to go over to britain and learn about rock and roll but the kids these days they only know songs if it was on tiktok i can't respect this generation <laughs> i'm insane i'm going insane with these children but yeah and i'm going insane every time we're told like hey millennials on tiktok and it's like we're too old for tiktok like we're not we're getting kicked off of tiktok yeah the, the other generation are, are gen z's so when you're talking about annoying young kids it's not us millennials <laughs> we're 40s somebody put it on there some like some older some wo- boomer <laughs> I don't think she was quite a boomer, but it was like some woman. Well, if she's uh, yeah, thinking that way. She's a boomer. <laughs> it was annoying. But then, did you also see? I don't know if you uh, saw. I'm uh, Chloe Feynman kept posting bat mitzvah photos. Yeah, her stories, and I thought that was pretty interesting as well because the well, conversation online is that because she she's she's Scientology. Jewish and Scientologist, which like we don't really understand how you can have both of those. You're not supposed to. So there are so many questions I have for her. Yeah, lots, lots and lots of but questions. But I do think she's talented. And until we find out she's eating like, you know, people's kids, I'm still going to support her. <laughs> Where, which one would, which part, which religion would uh, I don't know. That? I don't trust those Scientologists, man. I mean, they're just really into slavery and, you know, abuse. and. Well, we didn't even, I mean... This isn't necessarily celebrity news, but speaking of Scientology, David Miscavige is missing. Oh, well, yeah. Quote, well, not, there's a difference between Or authorities and, are trying to contact David Miscavige, yes, Miscavige and they can't. Be found. Yeah. And so, because he, and I, well, oh, shoot, what did I even text you about what it was for? It's not like tax evasion or something, but it's like. I thought, well, yeah, was, I forgot too. I think they were like looking to interview him for something. I think it's it also fraud. I mean, the whole, that stuff. whole cult is a fraud so <laughs> yeah well if we, yeah even going back to the jen shaw this whole like the salt lake city the heather i plot line is driving me bananas. Uh, uh well so should we use that to go into what we're watching or oh sure yeah, yeah let's talk about that then. i yeah. had another story but i don't oh. think we have time for it so okay. we'll, i'll just okay. have it for next week okay cool um yeah so what do you want to start with well yeah we're you know, salt lake city is going on i mean just as a like we're list we're dealing with some bullshit plot i think the most frustrating thing is it's coming from heather with this black eye situation where we're dangling a carrot of saying like we're she's trying to pretend that maybe or maybe not somebody else is the uh perpetrator of the black eye but she won't tell anybody but there's clearly footage and they're making this plot line and it's really rude and it's disrespectful to us as viewers yeah i mean on that same bravo line just because i haven't talked about it on this show and i've talked about it with to anyone who will listen is the new season of real housewives of miami is back that's on peacock although it should be on bravo because it is definitely the best housewives right now um because one of the housewives uh, um, her name is Lisa Hochstein. She's been married to Lenny Hochstein for like 18 years. Oh my who, god, it's so long! Who is, yeah, who's this famous um, plastic surgeon to the stars in Miami? They have an 80 million dollar home. That's eight zero on Star Island. On right? Star Island, which is yeah. like you know the creme de la creme, one of the one of the zip codes of the world. And you know, in 
the previous seasons, there was definitely disconnect between the two of them. In the old seasons, when we had Miami years ago, we discovered that he had an emotional affair with this woman, and Lisa convinced herself it was only emotional, but I'm sure there was physicalness too. Because the other thing that was very important to note is that this man would have parties at his house where women would be dressed in lingerie, walking around. and they Playboy like, era-esque. But like, even still, yeah. like, then, then it became, like, TikTok people. Like, it's always been around the house. And we're just finding out now that Lisa obviously never wanted this. But, like, clearly it was, like, something that Lenny needed. And this... Um, so we find out in maybe the third or fourth episode that um, he is talking to someone else and then basically tells Lisa one day. Oh, well, no. So they have a party at their home and, uh, you know, Lisa's so excited. She's showing everyone in the home. They have two kids and Lenny is in the kitchen with a friend, Vito, who is just coming in and saying uh, about his about his divorce, that he's getting divorced from his wife. And then the camera moves to, uh, like, a jar to the right. So you don't see them, but you're hearing everything. He's still mic'd up. They're still mic'd up. And Lenny says to Vito that hopefully in a couple of months I'll be divorced too. And then he reveals that, oh, and then um, Vito's like, does she know? And he says, of course not. And then he said, he asks Lenny, um, are you still sleeping with her? And he says, no, because then I'd be cheating on the one I really love. And then Vito's like, you should be, you know, you're still mic'd. And he's like, yeah, that's fine. I'm whispering. But meanwhile, obviously, <laughs> what even if you're it? whispering, like, it's going to pick up. It's a fucking I mean, it's mic. it's always arrogance. It's arrogance. Yeah, it's just yeah. the arrogance of it. So so now the, you know, the viewer knows he's cheating. And then, like, the following episode, basically, she tells the girls that Lenny told her that he need that she needs to find a place for her and her kids. Meanwhile, yeah, and they're both um, under the age of four. Like they're so yeah, young, they're and so they tried cute. so they're long, so, so yeah, they hard they had to have these children. They had so many issues. Like they they went through IVF. I don't know if they ended up going through surrogate or what the story was because that also all happened when Miami took a break, and you know we just came back last season. Um, and also interesting to note is like Lenny has his mother is still alive. She I don't know if she lives. Lenny's in the first house. generation too. That's also like yes. yeah. Uh, his mom is Russian. He's a, they're Russian Jews. Not a good look for the Jews here. Um, and basically, where we're at right now is Lisa in last week's episode goes to lunch with his mother-in-law, who used to hate her, by the way. That's what I really love about this. Is the mother-in-law is like, my son is a fucking piece of shit. Yeah, like, basically, the now the mother-in-law is like, my son, he's going through a midlife crisis what is he doing our family there's no divorce this is absurd but now so that's happening on the show but now in real time we know that she has since gone back and like is now siding with her son oh so yeah so and what's interesting is in the in the episode i just watched last night for this week in the blogs and in the 
Instagram, all that, like he's getting interviewed and he's telling all of them that they're not getting divorced. But meanwhile, he's telling his wife he's getting divorced. He's showing the woman all over. monster. And they're like, what's the logic here? Like, this doesn't even make sense. He just wants to torture her. He literally, it looks like, it's like, you know, obviously this happens with a lot of couples when they start to get through the divorce. It's like, you, you don't even know how they ever were in love because they're so angry. so contentious, yeah. But it's like, I mean, say what you want about Lisa. She's an idiot. But, like, she does not mean harm. She's never really no, caused that's a fight. She's and like, I so don't want this. And why are you doing this to our family? And she like, doesn't have her own, like, she doesn't talk to anyone in her family. So, literally, all she has is Lenny, her mother-in-law, and the kids. And now it's really just going to be the kids. But um, it was funny because when... Basically, she tells the kid the, the girls about this, and they've all obviously been through a divorce before. So the first thing they say to her is, call every single lawyer in Miami now so that you have Get them, quote-unquote, on retainer, and that yeah. he, he, can't he can't use them. Lawyer up. Yeah, use but I think there's a prenup. You can. I'm pretty sure there's a prenup, so whatever. But, like, uh, yeah. That prenup better have something about uh, uh, the infidelity clause. Yeah. Um, but then 18 years though that's fucking nuts and then alexia who has gone through two divorces herself is like call 911 this is an emergency (laughs) we've got to beat up this man it was just like so funny because they're all you know as good friends should are like so angry on her behalf and like want to kill the dude this would be a time where I would need to, uh, it would, uh, yeah, I would have to, I would be asking people, like, when I start to lose my mind, you need to call the police because no, I, I mean, will murder somebody. You see her breaking down and basically saying to her friends, like, I think my marriage is over and then, and they, she hasn't revealed to them yet what. And then she says what and she says he's, and then while she's on this trip, she literally says, I'm pretty sure he's in the home with her right now and the kids are there and I want my mother-in-law to go into the house because I don't want her anywhere near the kids. And then he changes the locks and like doesn't, (gasps) yeah, it's a whole thing. So Lenny can suck it. Yeah. Um, And I mean, listen, we know there's a long list of horrible men on housewives and like the fact that he is getting close to topping it is crazy because we've seen a thing or two on yeah the, there was a mary f kill i love that i just said f and i've been saying fucking <laughs> the whole episode but yeah there was a mary fuck kill that was like david bedore lenny hodgkins and then i forget that you mean hoxstein yeah <laughs> I don't, that's what i'm gonna always call it. hodgkins as in yeah. <laughs> the the cancer <laughs> oh, that yeah john hodgkins yeah <laughs> yeah um and yeah, and it was just like everybody's comments were like, "I'm gonna, I blow my brains out." Like, there's, there's no way I just killed them all because they all suck. Yeah, yeah. So it is a wild ride, and last season was a wild ride because Alexia, who I just mentioned, went through a mom dying, her son in jail, her. But I think you've talked about that on the episode. Her fiance like times. almost getting into a physical altercation. I mean, this is not. Yeah. This is like Salt Lake City is child's play right now. Well, Salt Lake what... City went from a high to yeah. a low within five episodes. So, yeah, aye, aye, aye. But also on a more insane fun note, uh, the latest episode of Celebrity Jeopardy. Oh my god, yeah. (laughs) I don't know how they chose. This has got to be the least answered celebrity. This Jeopardy. 
I mean, obviously, it's going to be celebrity is going to be the least answered Jeopardy of all time. But this has got to be the least ep- they missed of all the a episodes. Third of the questions, a quarter and they of the were, questions. First of all, okay, so you have Context Michael Sarah, you have Brianne Halley from that show that you and I are not going to watch, Ginny and Georgia or whatever. Oh, okay. And then you have um, Chloe Zhao, yeah, who's been, who's been a million things, yeah, yeah. The amount of Chinese questions that were there that Zoe either didn't get or almost didn't get that any American got. Like, I knew them all. Well, yeah, there was a lot of context clues. But then it was also like, is that it was like a uh, that's a fine line of racism to be like throwing those up to be like, these are kind of for Chloe. And then Chloe not continuing to be like i'm a bad chinese person and all of them having to be like no chloe you're fine but it's like they teed her up for failure it was very i mean she almost didn't get mandarin she didn't get stir fry i mean come on now obsessed with the timing of things and i was like and then she fucked the final jeopardy up because she like couldn't figure out the time frame that she had to write it down and she thought bill clinton was the most intellectual (laughs) well no then she didn't because she was like i i was no i know i know but i knew it wasn't him i was going with I, from, Michael Sarah's answer. From the yeah. moment it start, like when they announced who it was, I was like, oh yeah, Michael Sarah's winning. I didn't yeah. realize by how much because the other people are idiots and Brian Howley was in the negative the whole time until like the very end. The last uh, yeah, question. I wasn't aware of her. Sh- I, so I was like, oh, maybe this is a, well, you know, we'll, I mean, then, but then when we saw her come up on screen, I was like, oh, well, this isn't going to go well. <laughs> She's a pretty blonde yeah. girl. Sorry. I'm just going to stereotype here. She it's kind of nice like, how did these people get chosen? Because the ones we've seen in the past, at least like are kind of known to be smart or have been on before. Yeah, I was going to say, because Andy um, Conan's, like, quote-unquote sidekick. And- but I, I want to call Andy him Andy. Richter. Yeah, thank you. I was a circus. I was like, no, nope, but somebody else. He's been on a else. bunch. John- He's known been- in, out, like, in Hollywood to- because he used to destroy when he would do it earlier on in, like, yeah. the early 2000s and stuff. Yeah. But I was literally, like, I mean, I know Celebrity Jeopardy is always easy, for, yeah. which is why, like, I watch it in addition to the celebrities. But I was, like, getting really annoyed yeah. because I was, like, what are we, like, are we just playing against Michael Sarah at this point? Because- and the context clues were so obvious for so many of them. And it was so brutal. There was the there was a couple called, I think it was in the first, the end of the first round because now they're doing three rounds to make it. Right. Like, I'd be curious if that was a full hour episode versus the other ones being, like, 42 minutes or so. Because just the clock had to run out so frequently, and and they also because of the three rounds, they weren't gonna do, like you ha- they were gonna get through every question, so it wasn't right. even a time frame right. on a it's round. Not like Jeopardy, where if they don't get to all the questions, they don't get to all the questions. Exactly. So we're all gonna be have to sit through this torture because even in the first round, there was like two columns they maybe answered one question on, and it was like I was. I was hoping that there was just panic going on with the writers and the producers to be like, we have to change all the questions for the next two rounds because we have to make them easier. We have to literally, we now need to go to like kids Jeopardy version because it's too hard. And there were so many celebrity, like, that's the thing. I understand if the questions are like biology and, you know, uh, ancient Rome and things that are like really obscure. But like there was whole... <laughs> those are, like very common. You're like those two things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, you know, the average person isn't studying biology right now. Yeah, but like when the when the questions yeah. are like about George Clooney and like all of these things, it's like, how do you not know this is in your effing industry, idiots? 
yeah it was it was pretty brutal but i was so excited that i came back i was yelling I was oh like, yeah come on guys let's go here and then it made me feel very smart. So it was a good self-esteem. Oh, I love watching Celebrity Jeopardy because it makes me feel like a genius. Yeah, it was nice. It was nice. Um, and then the other thing that I, well, I've moved on in my Joss Whedon era to revisit Thankfully. Firefly. <laughs> so Firefly starring Nathan Fillion. <laughs> I mean, it's a good one, though. That's a fun one. And because then it goes into a movie called Serenity uh, that is like the button up of the season because it got canceled before it's time so that's a that's a very underrated sci-fi movie charlie if you're listening i'm sure <laughs> you're aware of serenity but if you haven't watched like you might like this and michelle will watch it so Definitely feel free not. to watch it on hulu hulu and then i think you can get serenity on showtime thank you randy because i think <laughs> it was through that account that are stars but thank you randy for Both letting me get hooked up with those and um but i watched the woman king which oh. yeah, yeah yeah so that is viola davis and lashana lynch um and then it was fun to see i think i knew i re- i knew that john boyega was in it but it was i had already forgotten at that point and i really love watching john boyega uh he doesn't have like a huge part but he was in a lot of it um that's a contradictory statement he was in a few scenes he's really <laughs> really great in them um he plays the king that then uh Viola Davis is like second in command to him and i was a little confused i could like do more online research before i came to the pod but there was conversation that this like was a marvel movie or it wasn't it's disney yeah i heard I, yeah i it think was it's some the, kind um, of superhero related what i think i'm understanding i don't think it's like of the marvel universe but i could be wrong but i th- this is the based off of the real story that I think then the female soldiers of Wakanda and that army is inspired by. Got it. So I think that's the connection. So Um, was this on Disney plus that you watched it? I rented this one, but I think it's going to come out on Disney plus at some time. I just wanted to like, I was like, Oh, this is available. Well, cause what I wanted to, I was in the mood for kind of, I, because I was thinking it was maybe Marvel adjacent or something. I wasn't thinking it was as deep as it was. It is like much more layered and there's a lot of like more intense themes going on. I kind of thought it was going to be like a more surface level of like all women, like we're going to go in there and we're going to kick all these men's asses and like, and it wasn't going to be as intense. There's like a lot of themes of motherhood, assault, survival, slavery, Yeah, like, I was just like, whoa, okay. And then there's, like, two or three different plots going on, and it makes it just much more layered. There's a whole different plot of, like, a coming-of-age story with this young girl who who doesn't want to get married off, and so her father is like, you need to join these, the, the, like, if you're not going to be married off and we don't get a dowry for you and, like, we can't trade you for something because you're a woman. Yeah, because it's also when like the slave trade has started so Mm. i think it's supposed to be 18th century and takes place in africa or yeah yeah Yeah. um because then there because then there's conversations about like why are we sending in there like we've been doing this for generations of like when we conquer another area you know we're selling those people off like they're our enemies we're and they're like this isn't benefiting anyone this is only benefiting the white men and we all know this and they're like shit this is what we do and so then there's like an introduction of guns from some of the slave traders and things like that. Mm. So it's like, yeah, it was, it was, mu- I clearly had to pay much more attention than I was like expecting, but um, I, 
I mean, I love Lashana Lynch so much, and Viola Davis is so fantastic. Yeah, she's amazing, Viola. It's definitely, like, worth a watch, but yeah, I would say B-minus-ish, like, B-ish, probably. But I think that's also probably, you know, because I was not, I was coming in thinking it was going to be a little dumber to watch, and then I was like, whoa, this is, uh, like, more intense. I have to actually pay attention, yeah. Yeah, I think I, I mean, I was very naive on, like, the sexual assault survival stuff of it all, because then, yeah, and then there's a revenge story, which you're like, fuck yeah, but yeah, so, but I, yeah, I would recommend it. I'm really excited, to, the menu is now available on HBO, I'm excited to watch that, and then I also saw that She Said, um, based off the Harvey Weinstein. It's on Hulu. Oh, it's yeah. also on Peacock. Uh, speaking of the menu, I've. I heard Michelle Collins talk about it, and it's definitely more horror than it is. Oh, horror. okay. So I'm glad I didn't watch it yet. Gotcha. So I'll well, let you I'm watch excited it. to watch it. Yeah. yeah. Um, the only other thing I watched this week is the second season of Modern Love. I'm late to it. It's on Amazon Prime. Um, it's uh, basically every episode is its own like mini movie where the first season all took place in New York. And then this season, there were some New York episodes and then some in London and, like, Ireland. Yeah. Yeah, there's one, um, actually. So, for a background, the the show Modern Love is based off of the column in the New York Times where people would write stories about their love stories, some of which are atypical in that, like, you know, some of them no one is with anyone. It's... Or, you know, they don't end up with someone. So it's it's relatable in that, like, you don't have to be in a relationship or have been in a relationship to connect to some of these episodes. Um, but the second season is not just New York stories. It's other stories, too. And, in fact, the one that takes place in Ireland is actually, like, right before COVID starts. It, it, star- it oh, starts. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kit, Kit Harrington. Yeah. And the, that actress, Lucy, whatever, who's Boynton. with Who's with um, Rami Malek. Ugh, she needs to dump him because she's so good. I know, she's so good. And basically it's these two strangers that meet on a train coming from either going from Dublin to Galway or Galway to Dublin. I'm already getting turned on. (laughs) You would like this episode. And that Um, I believe is a three and a half hour train ride that I have taken multiple times. It is a nice train ride. Yeah, and it's just like you know they the thought that they're like oh we'll meet back up in two weeks when this is all over and then they can and like what happens and yeah it it was that was probably one of my favorite episodes the first episode has mini driver which i could care less about oh i love mini driver no i was excited because i like mini driver but the story it was like not fascinating when you look at her head shape it's fascinating that she hasn't aged she looks exactly the same yeah, um, I just look at, I'm like, yeah, like you and Bethany Frankel, what are we, like, <laughs> what are we evil twinning each other for? Yeah, yeah. She's um, got a fucking jawline on her, but she also lives yeah. in a, a quote unquote trailer in Malibu, but it's like one of those, you know, nice trailers. But also those trailers cost like $2 million to yeah. like live in Malibu where they park and stuff, so. Yeah, no, for sure. I definitely like season one more, but it was, you know, I like that show because you don't have, you know, you watch one episode and then you can wait two weeks and watch another episode. They're not connected at all. Yeah, serialized. Although I do feel like the first season, at the very end, they connected a lot of the character stories, like, you know. Oh, a la Love Actually. (laughs) Kind of like Love Actually, yeah. Yeah. Which is a terrible movie, but 
Very funny. One of my coworkers, like we were talking about holiday movies. And one of my co yeah, that always. We were right. We were just like throwing out suggestions. She was like, "What else is there?" Like, you know, there. I feel like there's stuff that I haven't watched. And we were like, "Well, Love Actually is one of them, but like that would be very funny on what your take would be." So I'd be interested to hear what your opinion is because it it's very funny how there was a social shift like five years ago where everyone's like, from this is our new favorite Christmas movie to this is one of the most toxic movies ever created. <laughs> Which I said when it came out. But there's and everyone was like, Michelle, so... you just don't like love. I'm like, no, I, Laura Linney's character got get so screwed. How can I like that? Well, not She's even that to... way. Uh, well, that's not even the problematic have, plot line. And then you oh, have the cheating. Andrew Lincoln's one. Right. The plot line is a big issue. And then, uh, yeah. What... Emma Thompson getting <laughs> cheated on. Oh, I watched Sense and Sensibility. That's one. Oh. I, went back. I have never watched that one. But that's Emma Thompson. Alan Rickman's in that one, too. And I was like, oh, my God. And it was baby Kate Winslet and stuff. And I was like. Oh, wow. And it's Hugh Grant. I mean, yeah, yeah. I really. That was, um, yeah. That was su- surprise. I mean, it's a classic. But, yeah. It was enjoyable as shit. Yeah. Cool. Some Jane Austen classics. Yeah. Yeah, we were trying to get into some love, and then and that's when I texted you guys, and I was like, I think I want to torture myself and watch Atonement. No, and I think I watched Sense and Sensibility as well, and then I went to work on Tuesday, and I really struggled to like not have a mental breakdown because I was like, Why are you watching these romance things, Casey? Yeah, like, I mean, because I want to try and I want to believe, and then it's just brutal. No, I hear you. <laughs> Well, that's uh, a great way. That's, to, that's a great happen. place to stop. <laughs> no, it's gonna happen. It's just a matter but, of when. No, I know, but what I want to happen is these, like you know, is the Jane oh Austen these romantic, sense of, yeah. yeah. Well, that you've got to get over. Yeah, no, exactly. That ain't happening. Not, no, that's what I'm like. Oh God, twelve year old Casey is not well. Like I'm, you know, I'm wa- consuming the rom coms that were stuffed down our throat. Well, that's, that's, like, that's what we were real. told was gonna yeah. happen. Yeah, it's just yeah, like the fairy I, tales. It's yeah. I also do not want an American, so I got to get on that. But yeah. We're working well, on it. if there are any, not, we know we are. We do have some Irish, uh, English, and a few other countries listening. So if you're a single male, it, send it, an I email mean, to the Casey and Michelle Show uh, at gmail.com. Yeah, that, we got Casey Not Affleck at, on Instagram. Just Check her out on DM. TikTok. <laughs> Ugh, I gotta quit TikTok. This thing is not helpful. Okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> anything else you want to say? Yeah, my apartment's disgusting, and I can't find grasshopper cookies anywhere, and I'm furious. <laughs> <laughs> so I gotta go clean, and then go email Joe Biden about this problem. Keeblers, we love you. You're bringing back Vienna fingers in every store, but I can't find a goddamn dark chocolate mint. Come on, get out of here. Grasshoppers are the number one. All right, yell that's, fudge. that's how I'm ending it. <laughs> yeah, oh, yell, yell fudge. fudge is number one. Yell fudge, double stuff is number one, and that's what will end the program. Yes. <laughs> And on that note, we'll see you next time. Bye.